Episode 9, Get Away, Talk More, and You Did Wrong. How do we connect with Jesus on a deeper level? Hello, hello, hello. We're just two normal guys trying to live this Jesus life. My name's Josh. Hey, hey, my name is Andrew, and we are This Jesus Life Podcast. Josh, what is happening, my dude? Dude, how are you? Every time we do our intro, I'm doing well. How are you? But every time we do our intro, uh, Zoom like lags. No, no, no. It like lags on one of your words. It's easier, either your name or that uh, or this, whatever you say in the thing. And that's – it's always like – like if you go back and listen to it, maybe I just always lisp uh, in it. Oh, that might be true. Maybe I, I blame Zoom. Jesus, it was really you the whole podcast. time. It <laughs> could be possible, dude. Uh, tech way. issues. I yeah. apologize for blaming Zoom when it should have been blaming you. <laughs> That's funny, dude. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Um, pretty uneventful day. Um, just worked, and it's Monday, which we normally do this on Sunday night. Um, but yeah, man, good. No complaints. Um, chickens are fine. I, I gave them Good. some food really before worried. this. Like I knew they had plenty of water, but I went out there and they were pretty low on food. So I'm like, I'm going to hook you up. So they got a full like two-day supply. They're good to go. Do you give them like treats? Can you like – is that like a thing for chickens? Dude, that's totally a thing. You can buy them like dehydrated dead bugs and they huh. love that. Uh, you can buy – there's all kinds of stuff. But my chickens treats, I just pull a bunch of weeds from around and then throw them in there. And they love eating like all the leaves and stuff. They think it's well, like Well, that are your logs. Your wife was posting on Instagram that yeah. you kept well, no, they, logs in your coop. No, those are entertainment logs. That's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she said Andrew logs. calls these entertainment logs. <laughs> Dude, the chickens probably call them paradise. They love That's the logs, true. man. They're like, this log is legit. Um, nice. Yeah. They think it's really fun. I, yeah, think I, I buy fun. my dog treats. Yeah. Um, usually like like beef sticks, like from the convenience store. He's a big fan. <laughs> nice. um, you just get like the little ones, like jack size beef sticks. Yeah. Um, and I like, the I like sneak them to them. So like there's like four dogs here right now. So um, I got to like give my dog a special treat so he knows that I still love him the most. You just carry around beef sticks unwrapped in your pocket and just. I do. It's weird. Like the quick. dog's constantly following me. Uh, there's like, what's that smell? You smell like what? beef. Yeah, smell a Slim Jim. Uh, but Jack's a huge fan. That's also how I get him to get in my car immediately yeah. is I've trained him. Hey, you get my car. I give you a beef stick. That makes uh, sense, so there's dude. a supply in my car as well. Cause there for a while he was like, eh, yeah. I'd rather not. <laughs> dude, pick him up. He held out. He's like, I know you got a he slim knew. gym, bro. Well, yeah. that's all he ate on that, on our road trip back from California. He just ate beef sticks. Cause <laughs> he wouldn't eat his regular food because he's been ruined and only likes wet food. Now can't eat dry food. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Dude, would you rather only eat beef sticks for a week or only eat ice cream for a week? One flavor, like a flavor you don't like or very oh, salty ice beef cream, sticks. hands down. <laughs> yeah, not even yeah. Yeah, not even a competition. Too. Yeah. The uh, oatmeal cookie from Josh and John's here in Colorado Springs. Oh, oh, dude, that is so good. So, so good. good. Yes. So good. I may or may not have had Uber Eats or GitHub or whoever actually delivers it out here, deliver it yeah. at least three times during quarantine, which That's is like fair. once a month. 
Yeah. Like, that's not yeah. horrible. That's true. That No problem there. No problem there at all. That's what I'm thinking. So, man, what's Dude. going on with you? I know the beef stick thing. That's a big deal. You well, I also burnt my finger this morning. Oh, now, dude. the people listening can't see this, but you can see this. See this beef little cup right here. This is my – it was a beef stick injury. Uh, <laughs> this is my aloe vert, vert vera. Vera? Aloe is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Vera? I think. Uh, in a little dish because I put my finger inside of it all day today because <laughs> moron me was pouring bacon grease into oh, no. uh, like oh. a, a bowl with paper towels in it. And Ouch. like I even saw it coming. Like as I was watching it, I watched it go onto my finger. Where no. you're like, oh yeah, nope, that was a really bad idea. Ah, uh, so ouch. I couldn't type with. I only typed with one hand all day today because uh, the other hand wasn't functioning. But it feels fine now. I just oh don't want to get gosh. infected. That sounds horrible, man. Like yeah. just bacon grease, something so lovely doing something right so off the horrible. stove too. Like, <laughs> to it wasn't you. like it sat there for a little while. Like it was sizzling hot. Right onto my freaking pointing finger of all fingers. Like, how do you pick your nose? Or at least your left nose if my left pointy finger's not working. <laughs> Why couldn't it have been your pinky? You know, nobody needs yeah, a no pinky finger. A pinky. You can get by without that. But pointer finger? Dude, there's a lot to point at these days. Now that COVID's lightening up, you got to point at stuff. It's true. Man, sorry to hear that, bro. That is it rough. Is what it is. Yeah. yeah, so that's how I started my week off. But other than that, it's been great. Yeah. Hey, one one great thing. Uh, my old boss told me, hey, I listened to your first episode and you have a great podcasting voice, Andrew. And and he nice. didn't mention yours. So what? It's so rude. <laughs> That's as rude as one of my friends. One of my friends yeah. said, hey, I listened to your podcast. It's awesome. Your co-host is amazing. <laughs> That's like, but so what about, funny. What about me? What about Am me, I guys? amazing? Ah, that's funny we no, know i'm sure you only listen are. to one it's all good yeah yeah well you need it's to tell you. him he needs to listen to more yeah I especially did. if you only listen to the first one like come on i know i know it's rough yeah don't start first there. time out of the gate yeah We're it's like the bible it don't start with genesis start <laughs> start with john a little over three-fourths your way through the bible that's yeah. a great place to start same with us start with booze and Puffin and whatever we call it, the herb. In derb. the herb derb. Yeah, start yeah. there, like everybody else, because that's our most listened to by far. But more um, shame, shame on you. That was my favorite so far. I think that was good. Maybe, to you. dude. All yeah, right, it's you the wanna... ends of all of them that I really like. That's when like yeah, content gets really good and like really meaty. Yeah. Um, so fair. if you don't listen to all of them, just skip to the ends and listen to just the get ends, our last twenty really... thirty minutes in. That's cool. Yeah. There's nothing like our first like that. yeah our first like. 40, 35, 40 minutes. We're just warming up. Like We're just talking beef sticks and bacon burns. Yeah, beef <laughs> sticks, bacon burns. And... <laughs> beef sticks funny. and bacon burns is actually playing at a, at the lodge by my house tonight. Are they? I'm trying to get Dude. there. No. Dude, we're going to make good it burn. quick then. That'd be a good band name, beef sticks and bacon burns. <laughs> you think it'd be like a cover band? They write their own stuff? Like what kind of band do you think beef sticks think- and Bacon I think it would probably be like a acoustic cover slash hardcore acoustic. band. Oh, yeah. Acoustic hardcore band. No, like a, they do acoustic covers and they switch to real hardcore. <laughs> Just for their <laughs> that's for why that their their beef sticks and then their bacon birds. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. So it's kind of okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the the passion project of of the lead singer. He's <laughs> like right. the bacon burn sign. You just yeah. start screaming. Ah! Or have her scream on music. Because yeah. that was super popular when I was in high school. It was a it's big all about deal, the screamo dude. music. 
all about it. Um, it just Dude, seemed, you want seem like people were angry. Speaking of starting at the end that and getting off base, you want to know a crazy thought I had this morning as I was listening to Revelation. That's where you are right now. Listen to Revelation. Yeah, well, I've listened to all of the New Testament in the last couple of months, so I'm nice. in Revelation now. Um, there you go. So, dude, Revelation seventeen, eighteen, and nineteen. They this is a this is potty word, but it's the Bible. They talk about the whore of Babylon a lot. Freaking whore of Babylon. <laughs> the whore of Babylon, and how Babylon like corrupts the world with all these like sensual desires and like all this wealth and this like materialism and all this stuff. And bro, the whole time I'm listening, I'm sitting there not thinking America is the chosen next Israel and like that really? it's so God's sad. biblical land, but thinking, ah, we might be the whore of Babylon. <laughs> like, not, like not you and me, but like our culture, like we might be that. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be interesting when yeah. the end times do finally play out of like what we thought were going to happen and how they actually yeah. like, cause now you're like, now you're functioning in modern day of what it's talking about. Granted, it's not describing it in modern day terms, but um, it's like, you know, when Jesus arrives and everybody can see him at the first time, mm-hmm. you're like, when that was written, that's like, what did he just appear in a bunch of different places? And we're like, no, you have the internet or cable TV. Like it's going to be broadcast right. around the world. Right. Um, things like that. We just don't think about, I wonder how much of that is going to be in place. Yeah, totally. But yeah, man, I, uh, but I think that might be something, even if that wasn't the original intent, might be something that like, at least maybe everybody could think that in culture, their culture throughout the time of like, oh man, maybe we are that, <laughs> you know, yeah. like it might be one of those kind of like, uh, I don't know, cyclical, not cyclical, but one of those truths that spreads across time and maybe everybody can look at it in their lifetime and be like, our culture is pretty messed up. Maybe we're that. And maybe yeah. we shouldn't be that, you know? So, well, in all reality, like we're probably as a humanity more moral today than at any place in the future, at least from a, the perception of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like the underbelly yeah. of humanity really isn't the norm of humanity, though it still exists. Right. Like yeah. it's this hidden version of humanity. Yeah. Um, like I was watching the uh, Jeffrey Epstein documentary uh, on Netflix. I don't even want to watch it because of I know all the conspiracy theories around that dude. But tell me more. Sorry. Oh, I didn't know there's a bunch of conspiracy theories around him. Sorry. They're probably all true after walking the, watching the documentary. Yeah. Yeah. The dude had so much power because I think he was filming these men doing things to show them that they shouldn't be doing. Yes. Like I think that's the whole thing. <laughs> yes. um, and they don't really get to that to like the very end. You're just like going through this, but it's like this whole like world out there. You're just like this, the, like the despicable and disgustingness of everything that's going yeah. on right now. You would like if someone just sat you down and just said, "Oh yeah, this." Like you'd never believe them. Like this doesn't yeah. really happen. And yeah. then it's like a like these are real powerful people that the entire world knows that are all yeah. wrapped up in this. That you're like, wait a second. Past presidents, like ambassadors. Uh-huh. You're totally right, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mind boggling. The whole thing is mind boggling. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. What uh I feel like we could make a said segue from there into uh maybe even into confession, honestly. But what are we talking about tonight? What are the things we're covering in these Jesus habits? Do 
as we continue with these Jesus habits to this, we're talking about get away, talk more, and you did wrong. Um, that's our fancy. Wrong. That's our fancy way of saying, "Hey, will you look at us and pay attention to us when we scroll through your <laughs> podcast feed?" <laughs> that's right. Because what we're really so- talking about is <laughs> solitude, prayer, and confession. Uh, yeah. Those are just our fancy titles for them because. We noticed that people really want to know if they can smoke the marijuanas when we call them herb derbs. Yeah, we're just rebranding classic concepts, you know? That's what yeah. we do. Yeah, and again, yeah. like we get these ideas, these spiritual disciplines from, from Jesus' behavior up here on earth as we try to imitate him. Um, granted, not confession, we said it last week to you, but um, and a lot of these things, like we're breaking apart um, for the sake of conversation and the sake of. Um, probably easier to understand the ideas yeah. and the concepts, but in all reality, majority, if not all these concepts happen in what we call like your daily time with Jesus or your devotional yeah. time or um, your quiet time, um, no matter, you know, whatever you call it, that time you spend with Jesus, um, hopefully pretty regularly, but let's be honest, statistics tell us um, not that often, if it ever. Right. Um, right. So, you know, we're breaking them all apart, but in all reality, this is probably happening when you're sitting down in the morning at the night, at night, whenever you're sitting down with Jesus. Um, these are the things that we practice. And we don't practice these, and we'll keep saying this, but we don't practice these because they're what good Christians do. Yeah. Um, we practice these habits because these are the things that get us connected with Jesus, that deepen our relationship with Christ. Um, and that's why we practice these. So keep that end goal in mind. You can do all of these things and miss the point completely. On the outside, you look like a great Christian, but on all reality, you'll be like the you'll be like the Pharisees, dead man's bones on the inside, mm-hmm. um, and that's not the goal. Like we want to get to the we want to get to a deeper relationship with Jesus, a deeper trust, faith in Jesus, yeah. um, believing He is who He said He was, and He's going to do what He said He was going to do, um, yeah. and this is how we get there. So keep that in mind. Like I know plenty of people in my life, um, and through the years that um, read their Bible every day, hyper religiously. Um, they know it inside and out, um, um, but yet they don't look any more like Jesus today than they did a year ago. Um, so there's an issue there. Um, the yeah. issue is their focus is on the information and the knowledge and not on the relationship. Hey, or, how do you measure that? Like how how that's a it's such a good thing you just said, and you've said that a bunch of times because I've known you a long time. But like one of those things you think about in your life is, do I look more like Jesus? this year 2020 than i did in 2019 and then when 2021 comes you kind of ask yourself that question again so like how do you know if you're on track how do you know if you're looking more like jesus practically Uh, like how do you measure that and i don't know yeah the the great question (laughs) um (laughs) how do i measure it i think a lot of it just comes down to like um even what James says, right? Like, yes, our, our faith isn't about works, but show me show me faith without works. Like, there's they go hand in hand. Um, yeah. And I think the works he's talking about is, you know, what um, Paul says to um, uh, the Galatians, um, what we call fruits of the Spirit. Yeah. Like, here are the things that are prevalent in your life on a greater scale today than they were a year ago. Um you know, are, are we seeing this thing? So the fruits of the spirit are, um, shoot. Love, joy, song. peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. Dude, go you. Boom. That was painted you know around song? my, my mom's kitchen. You like the no. banana song or whatever. 
Um, <laughs> oh, dude, I wasn't learning about bananas <laughs> with that. No, it was uh, my mom hand painted that around nice. uh, the perimeter of our kitchen. Nice. Uh, well, and this is where like we get it wrong oftentimes. I'm not saying your mom had it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not at no, all. She did I know it. you and listen. You're you're a fantastic woman. Um, that's right. But the thing we get it wrong is we look at those and say, oh, those are the things that I have to live out. But in all reality, I'm not focusing on those things. Those are the result of my focus on Jesus. Yeah. So yeah. as I build in my relationship with Jesus, as I practice Jesus' habits, um, these are the things that should be greater in my life if I'm living in line with who Jesus called me to be and I'm growing in deeper relationship with Jesus. Because these are the, these are the truths about Jesus, right? Like yeah. he was love, he was joy, he was he yeah. was uh, he he walked with peace. He was extremely patient, um, kind. Yeah. You know, he had high levels of goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. Um, yeah. There was a song. There's another song, not the cheesy children's song that we used to sing at my last church, uh, in like the main worship services. I don't remember what it's called, but okay. Side note about the the fruit of the spirit. At the very, very end of that verse, it says it's love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. And then it says at the uh, against these things, there are no laws. Um, and because of that, I've thought about getting a tattoo. Um, a lot of times, actually, that's like a judge gavel and hammer, like kind of cool, you know, drawn cool. Um, because like so many things leading up to when the fruit of the spirit is described are about laws and are about like governance versus, um, versus religion versus how you live out your faith. And it's like, Hey, these are the character traits. These are the attributes that you're going to start looking more and more like and exhibiting more in your life. If you follow me. And by the way, laws don't matter in this regard. Here are your character traits. You can live out no matter what. So I've just thought that was really cool. And I only realized that was the tail end of that verse. I don't know, like a year, two years ago. And ever since I've been like, that would be my next tattoo if I get another one. So I'm picturing like an entire back, like dedicated to this, this tattoo. And then maybe like full back, the the gifts, like, or the gifts, the uh, fruits of the spirit, like going down the arms to like full sleeves. Just grapes and tangerines and like, yeah, yeah. you know, little fruits. Yeah. yeah. All these different yeah. fruits. And they're just like, what? This is, this is weird. <laughs> this guy is like super into fruits. This guy loves <laughs> fruit. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think like that's a big thing for me. So like yeah. when I look at my life today, am I more patient today than I was yeah. a year ago? And do this multiple times a year. Like isn't like a January 1 kind of thing though. That's mm-hmm. probably a good time to do it. Um, create the habit. But um, yeah, so it's it's going through those things, and and if I'm going through my life, and say it's six months, and I'm reevaluating, and I don't feel like I've grown in any of those areas, um, and like American society is like jump to the end, get to the win, right? So it's like totally. I'm just going to imitate all these things better. But let's be honest, yeah. you try to imitate all those all those fruits of the spirit, and like you're going to be exhausted. That's a lot of work. Dude. Like Dude. you gotta you gotta take the slow. Um, molding and shaping of our hearts that Jesus does as we're in relationship with him and let that just be the byproduct. Like that's life giving. That's full. That's, that's not getting down to the the ugliness of, of trying to perform. And measure year over year, (laughs) like measure it mentally year over year so that you're not saying it's Tuesday. Did I master patience? Did I master? And if it's um, like, yeah. Yeah. And if it's, and if you don't see growth, like something's not working. 
So to continue doing what you're doing and expecting different results, right? Like that's insanity. Um, So you got to change what you're doing. So if it's, I'm not spending any time with Jesus, well, there's a change that we can make. Let's start spending time with Jesus. Let's start some Jesus habits. Um, Let's start investing some time in this relationship. Um, But if you are, I mean, you read your Bible religiously every day. Um, You go through your prayer list and you pray for the things you need to pray for every day. But you're not seeing a fruit of that. There's an issue somewhere along the way. You got to change some things up. Um, yeah, and I'll say this: the issue is not on Jesus' side. No, nope. <laughs> like you're nope. working with a perfect relationship here. Yeah. Uh, so the issue is <laughs> definitely going to be on your side. You got to yeah. do some, got to do some soul searching, dude. And uh, so I know. So I started reading this book, the the ruthless elimination of hurry, and then you like lapped me because I think you did it audio style on your drive, maybe, and I think you finished it or nearly did. But um, man, this book has grabbed me a lot of times and it's been a a good reminder. I've kept it on my desk the whole time um, as I've been reading it slowly. And it's like one of the few things I see between meetings and uh, man, with our first point being solitude, get away, have some silence. um, Man, I think if you feel like you're spinning your wheels with Jesus, yet you are, reading your Bible, you're in community or you're attending church, you're, um, if you're, if you're doing all the things that are kind of your mental check boxes and you're worn out and you feel like you're spinning your wheels, um, I would counsel most people to just get some silence. And, and we said, get away. And like the first thing I think of get away is go camping, you know, or go fishing, just go sit by a river. If you don't fish, take a long drive, take a long walk. I really don't care. Like find a bench somewhere and just sit there, turn your phone off. You know what I mean? Like get some silence like that. Silence where you're, if you pray all the time and you still feel like you're spinning your wheels, get some silence and just shut up. You know, you can just say, maybe just say, Hey, God, could you speak to me? I'm going to try not to talk or, or think about much. I'm just going to be quiet for a while and then just shut up, you know, um, whether that be 10 minutes or, or a, a day, I don't know. I don't know what you need, but I know that my phone, as we've been talking, I've had four new notifications, um, about all kinds of stuff. And we've only been talking 10 or so minutes and, uh, dude, it's like, it's constant, you know, put it on, Put yourself on do not disturb for a little bit. You know, like yeah. that's what Jesus did a lot. Um, he would always, you know, sneak off, even if it was to pull an all-nighter and be in solitude. You know, in Luke, it just says simply, but Jesus himself would often slip away into the wilderness and pray, Luke five sixteen. And uh, there's something there. Like yeah. there's some rationale behind that. So. Yeah. Um, I don't and know. Maybe what, it's like you, in, you can get so easily practical with this. Like, you know, I live in Colorado. We have trails constantly everywhere. We have easily accessible trails inside the city. Yeah. You put some headphones in and you just start walking. Like that's that's enough solitude. Like, and um, going back to the Eliminate uh, Hurry um, book, um, like his story is so impactful because he pursued this in such a drastic way, right? Like here's a mega church pastor, church of a thousands of people yeah. um, coming every weekend. Um, and he says, I'm going to step down. Yeah. Like he built this thing. It's his church plant. 
Um, granted, yes, Jesus builds the church. Um, but, but he was the head pastor. Yeah, you know, but he, he was, was the, the lead guy. pastor. He was the main yeah. guy. Um, yeah. He built this whole thing, and then he decided one day this is too much. Like yeah. this, I want to be a small campus pastor. So he switched to being a campus pastor of his own church. What a transition, not only for him, but for his organization. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, but like that might be the drastic step you have to take. Now, you do it under great counsel. You talk about yeah. it for a long time. Yeah. Um, you pray through it. Um, you, you seek counsel of, of good friends that love Jesus and love you. Um, and, and then make those tough decisions. But like maybe maybe your life's so busy and you can't find time to get away. You can't find time yeah. to, to live in solitude and, and to be silent. Um, and you got to take some drastic steps to get to those places. Um, yeah. And that's going to take sacrifice on your part. It's going to take sacrifice on the part of those around you. Um, it's going to take sacrifice on your family's part. But um, in all reality, like you're going to be a healthier you. Um, you're going to have a deeper intimacy with Jesus. You're going to have a better understanding of how life works. Um, yeah. You have a greater level of, of wisdom as, as Jesus gives. And um, you're going to be a better human being for them um, than, than you would have been if you just keep going at this pace. And, yeah. and I know that's probably not what you want to hear. Um, like You want to well, hear like the easy way to get to yeah. these places. But in all reality, yeah. there's not an easy way to get to these places. Yeah. Like sometimes they're really hard decisions and it feels yeah. like you're, part of you is dying. Um, yeah, that's what we're called to do as followers of Jesus. It's less of me yeah. and more of Jesus. But I, I don't know. I, I think you're right, but I don't know that that's something that you just do one day, unless mm-hmm. you're like, so on the verge of burnout and recognize it that you're like, this is my only life raft. Then maybe you do. But man, for me, one of the things a few, a few weeks ago, I had a day at work. I actually had a series of days where it was just like, Zoom call, Zoom call, Zoom call, phone call, uh, quick pee for two minutes. Oh, phone call. I'm late to another Zoom call. And it was like all day, dude, like 8.30 in the morning till 5.30, 6.37 at night, like days in a row. And it another one of those was coming up. And I started looking at my calendar saying, okay, our teammates in this meeting, like our people on my team in this meeting, great. Do I actually have to be there? No, I'm going to shoot him a text. Hey, uh, you got this because like, I don't think both of us need to be there and I really could use a break. Do you mind covering this? Awesome. Bam. Get an hour back. You know what I would do with that? I wouldn't catch up on the 110, 130 emails I had. I would go outside for like 20 minutes and just go under a tree. (laughs) You know, if it wasn't raining, go under a tree, chill out, take a few minutes, not take my phone with me, you know, because I'm like, if I miss a phone call, they can wait 10 minutes, 20 minutes. That's fine. So just getting really practical uh, for me is like a small way in my work time that I'm trying to build that muscle of like, do I have to be there? Is it essential that I be there? Could this be handled by somebody else I trust well? And I'm not like this high ranking person at my job. I just am recognizing that if I say yes to everything, then I'm never going to get silence. I'm never going to get solitude. And by the way, my employer is going to not get my best effort out of me. You know, it benefits them if I'm actually able to step away for a little bit and focus on the things that I need to focus on uh, to get my job done well. And I think spiritually, it's the exact same is focus on the things you need to focus on to, to live your your life well in a way that honors Jesus. So yeah, it's priorities, right? Like, yeah, you're going to determine at some point what's more important than another. Um, and I, I get the 
pull of the things right in front of us feel the most important. Um, but in all reality, like the healthier you is, is going to take some intentionality um, to yeah. get to and evaluate your schedule and evaluate your time and see what you're dedicating the most time to. And, and the other part is like oftentimes after days like you're, you're talking about, like what do we do after we get out of work? Well, then we lay on the couch for the next two and a half <laughs> yeah. hours watching Netflix um, yeah. or whatever because we're just so exhausted. But what if we use yeah. that time? And it may feel like sacrifice in the moment. It may feel like yeah. you don't want to do it. But use that time just to get away, to go sit out on your back deck and yeah. um, enjoy the, the sunset and yeah. Um, yeah. enjoy the the um, just time alone and, and focusing in on Jesus. And, yeah. Um, could be could be some impactful things. Um, but right. yeah, if you haven't read, um, what is it, The Ruthless the, Elimination or Pursuit of? The, the Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. hurry by John Mark Comer. Um, dude has a podcast I want to check out. He's probably awesome all the way through, but yeah, check that out. But seriously, start small. Like if you're like, we're probably not uh, on Jesus's level to do ministry all day and then go pull all nighters and pray and or <laughs> pull all nighters and like walk in silence or whatever. Yeah. Though, but, uh, though it's a can, possibility. Like I've seen plenty of people go through those seasons yeah. They're not getting a ton of sleep and the miraculous yeah, yeah. power of Jesus they have plenty yeah. of energy. So, and, and we're not, okay. Speaking of sleep and, and speaking of like this balance thing, like work life balance and, and all of that. Um, I think we way overvalue, like, I think it, all the science is like, you know, get roughly eight hours of sleep all the time you can, all of that. That's like the ideal, you know, but in, I think in our in our normal life, work life, and in our spiritual life, there are definitely seasons. You know, God set this this realm up in a way that we have four seasons. You know, um, I think as a reminder, so that we recognize sometimes, man, I got to work really hard in this season. I got to rest really hard in this season. I got to build friendships and relationships hard in this season. Got to confront stuff in my life in this season. Like I, I just. Um, I don't know. We shouldn't always expect to have, to be on a perfect perfect spiritual ten, you know. But we should be striving to be on a trajectory of looking a little bit more like Jesus. And I think maybe silence, solitude, camping, fishing, sitting by a river, walking on a hiking trail, taking some time alone in nature is my preference. But it could be sitting in your basement quietly if that's your preference, you know, or if that's what you need. Just take small steps to, to yeah. move in that direction. That's good. Yeah. That's a good word. Well, let's keep working yeah. through these Jesus habits. Mm-hmm. That was what we call getaway. Let's let's dive into talk more. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about prayer. Um, talk and- to me, man. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> well, prayer is more about talking to Jesus, but I'll talk to you in this moment. Um, I think, I think honestly, this is probably the one that we get the most screwed up on. Huh. Why? Um, because I I think at times for people, it's super confusing. Like, because you get that question pretty regularly, like, how do I pray? Um, and, and then the other side of it. So like, it's, it's, it's either, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, or I know way too much about what I'm doing and I'm not spending enough time actually doing it. Right. Like, 
well, I got my formula, right? I have my journal and has all my lists of all the people I need to pray for and the things that I'm praying for, all good things. But then it becomes this less of a relationship and more of a transaction. Um, God, I'm just going to go through my, my list really quick. And then when I'm done with my list, uh, um, I'll ask for some forgiveness and then we'll move on. Um, but like there, there's, I think there's power. Like you go through Jesus's prayers, right? Through the gospels, yeah. the ones that are recorded. Yeah. And there's like raw emotion there and there's mm. depth there. And there's such a high level of relationship there with, with the father. Like how do we get to those places? Mm. And, mm. and though Jesus gives a structure to how to pray, like, yeah. I don't think it's a formula on how to pray. Mm. I think it's, it's a structure in terms of like, Hey, here's the things that we should be praying about on a regular yeah. basis. It's not a, Hey, here's all the blanks. Now fill in the blanks and you'll be all yeah. set and good to go. Like you got to remember the, the end goal, and the end goal is that I'm more in tune, more uh, in love, more connected with Jesus. Um, yeah. And to do that, I, I do these things because these are important things. But um, like Matt or Jesus goes into um, kind of a rant, for lack of a better yeah. term, um, <laughs> against the Pharisees and, and the religious leaders of the day, and those that love to see themselves standing and praying in front of people. Um, he calls them hypocrites, mm. um, those that like to stand on the street corners and to be seen by others. Mm. Um, yeah. And then he goes into this whole thing of like, that's not what it is. Like, yeah. like you, you've gotten what you, what you, you've gotten out of it. Like, that's all you're going to get is the, the honor of man, which may yeah. be enough for you. But if you want what I have for you, um, this is how you do it. And he says, when you pray, go away into your room, close the door and pray to the father who's unseen. Then you pray, then your father who sees what's done in secret will reward you. And this is that relationship piece, right? Like this yeah. is the yeah. the back and forth. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like the plagans, for they think um, they will be heard because of the many words that they say. Don't be like them, for your father knows what you need before you even ask him. Mm-hmm. Then this then is how you should pray. And we call this the Lord's Prayer. You may have heard it. Um, yeah. Uh, throughout your life, you're spending time in the church. You're spending time in the Catholic Church. I know for sure you've heard it. Um, yeah. But the Lord's Prayer is, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Um, your kingdom come, nor will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Uh, forgive us the debts. Uh, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Yeah. Lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Mm. Um, and and we can break this apart, and, and I guess we can. We'll just quickly break yeah. it apart yeah. um, of kind of what it's saying and how we should pray to get just super practical about it. But our Father in heaven, hallowed be yeah. their name. Hallowed simply is another word for holy. Yeah. Um, I know that because um, I did a children's camp with my youth pastor when I was like 17, 18. Uh, and we did a skit where he was like, I don't know, like this little midget guy uh, with my arms. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, he was like the head and then he had like a body. Uh, and he, I don't know if that's the skit or not. I might be confusing skits. That he, did. he was this little midget guy because he had yeah. like a head and this body. Yeah. And he would start praying and then I was the voice of God and like he would interrupt me or I'd interrupt him and like it was a great skit I thought. Maybe cheesy it now. I don't fun. know. But it was, it was rather entertaining. But that first, that chunk is like, God is holy. And you recognize that, right? Whether you're a midget or not, you recognize God is holy. And and that's, that's just, that's, you know, um, uh, 
um, appreciation back to him. That's uh, affirming who he is. That's essentially a lot of that prayer is, yes, God knows who he is. Um, God doesn't need your affirmation and who he is. He's pretty secure. Um, mm-hmm. But you need it. You need to be reminded yeah. of who I'm talking to and, and yeah. the, the privilege that I have to have such a relationship with you and to remind uh, yourself of God's faithfulness. And um, it's really just yeah. that those thanksgivings, like, you know, what are all the things you're thankful for because of who God is and who's God, yeah. what's God's character and, and mm-hmm. remind yourself of those things. And your kingdom come, your will be done. Um, that's a statement of will, right? Yeah. Um, that's kind of refocusing ourselves of, hey, it's not about what I want. It's, not about, it's about what me. Jesus wants. If yeah. I want to live the full life that we've been talking about, like, um, then then I have to live a life that Jesus wants me to live rather than how I want to live it. Yeah. Um, you know, that's where your kingdom come. Um, and then, you know, how do we bring that kingdom into our daily lives as, as well as we see throughout the the, um, the verses before this where we call um, the Sermon on the Mount. Charter with Matthew mm-hmm. five, but um, give us our daily bread. Yeah, um, provide often for us. It's not me providing; it's you providing yeah. for me. You know, yeah, I'm going to trust you we, in that. And yeah, and this is where we present. You know, here's the things God I'm asking for. Here's the things yeah. that um, I'm asking for others for, and yeah, all those things. Like I got you a yeah. baby because I was praying for your baby. So. <laughs> Like there's a win. I asked for twins. You only Back had one. Day, but that's okay. Oh my gosh! I was it's so next freaked set, out for a little bit. I'll pray bit. for triplets and see if you get oh twins. My gosh! See oh, what happens. Please don't. I'm just kidding. Oh. Um, <laughs> your wife would kill me. Even if like, even if I didn't pray, if it happened and she gets pregnant tomorrow <laughs> and she's having you'd twins, be blamed. Oh, I'd be blamed. I'd be screwed. 100%. Yeah, you'd be hundred percent. Yeah. And then we get into. Uh, uh, verse 12, and this is all Matthew 6. I don't know if we said that or not, but uh, forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. Uh, yeah. And this is just forgive us of our sins. Here's the things, God, that I've I've done against you. And we'll get it more into confession here in the next section. But um, yeah. we also forgive um, those that yeah. have, have wronged us. Uh-huh. Um, like that's a that's a big deal. Like verse 14 of this, this same chapter um, says yeah. if you forgive other people when they sinned against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you don't yep. forgive others their sin, then your Father yeah. will not forgive you of your sin. Um, yeah, like that one's hammered home because it's it's not just saying uh, God forgive me. It's the action piece of God forgive me and and help me forgive these people I've already forgiven or this thing I've already forgiven. Help me actually uh, let it go. You know. Um, help me because I maybe don't want to, but I know that I, I need to forgive them if I'm going to yeah. be forgiven. Yeah. Well, even from a selfish standpoint, like maybe we'll get into this confession again, but um, from a selfish standpoint, like not forgiving somebody and giving somebody that power over you, like that's just, that's nonsense. Like, why would you want to do yeah. that? So from yeah. a selfish standpoint, forgive so they don't have that power over you anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can let it go and move on. And I know I know people do horrific things against other people. And I know totally. there's a good chance that people have done horrific things to you. And I'm not trying to downplay the pain yeah. that that's caused or, or the evil that, that exists inside of that. But I am saying for the sake of, of your sanity, for the sake of, of you experiencing the full life, um, we forgive. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And we forgive because Jesus forgave us. 
That's right. And then finally, lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. It's it's looking ahead. Um, yeah. Where where are the areas that that I could fall into? Um, what are the areas that Jesus needs to reveal to me that um, I so f- you know easily succumb to um, yeah. when I'm tempted with that sin? Um, yeah. And dig into that. But okay, so that was that was a really practical framework of kind of how to pray or a explanation of of why maybe why part of why Jesus prayed in this way. But um, man, if you're not used to praying and you're listening to this. Uh, how the heck do you know what to pray for? How do you know what to pray for on a daily basis? Because I know this thing. Uh, I could have quoted this to you, but I don't pray this way every day, um, if I'm being honest. Um, and I most being don't. Honest. And I Jesus don't, didn't. I don't pray that way. Yeah. Um, and I like, don't think that so, was the point of what he's saying, right? Right. Like, it's just right. like, here's the structure. Here's the things you should be praying for. Yeah. The course of your week. But um, how do you, yeah. like, I, I think, I think in terms of praying, like, just start with talking with God. And maybe yeah. it's as awkward and weird as saying, hey, God, uh, I'm Josh. Yeah. It's nice to meet you. Yeah. Uh, and and letting the conversation go from there. Yeah. Um, just like meeting a, a new person for the first time. Now you're not going to have those yeah. first day questions of like, hey, if you could go on an adventure, where would you go on an adventure yeah. to? Um, I've never used that question, but that's a good question. I should – I'll put it to my repertoire. Um, yeah. But let's be honest. I'm not the one carrying those conversations. Uh, <laughs> but awesome. like, like, just start in the conversation. As awkward as it may feel, and it's like I'm not talking with anyone. Like, you know, I don't know if we said this sort of the worship thing, but um, one of the most impactful things going back to worship, and I think it also applies here. That's why we bring it up. That yeah. I've ever heard was. Um, some pastor told me once or some preacher, I don't remember where I actually heard it was like picture the throne room. So like the throne room is described in, in um, revelation by, by John and um, just the, the vastness of it and the, yeah. the word's not luxury, but I can't think of any other word. Yeah. Um, just the high, like honor just of God in that moment. And beautiful. Right. Like yeah. put that image in your head while you're singing yeah. Yeah. Um, these, it's the same idea here, right? Put the image yeah. of, of Jesus in your mind and whatever that image mm-hmm. may look like. Maybe it's the Jesus that's that's sitting on a stump and he has children around him. Um, like whatever that Jesus needs to be. In, and just picture you're having a conversation with Jesus across yeah. the table. Now we don't know what Jesus looks like. I get that. But um, yeah. like there's something to that of like just just create the imagery inside of your head. Um, so maybe it feels a little yeah. less awkward um, yeah. just to start talking. But that's all totally. it really is. Like it's just talking and listening. And that's what prayer is, back yeah. and forth. And, and there's some structure to it. Like confession plays into that. That's a big piece. And um, re, re, um, focusing on what Jesus wants you to refocus on, like that's a piece. But um, if you're just yeah. starting out on this, it's just not a normal habit, um, start there. I don't recommend you starting with, um, here, Jesus, here's all the things I need you to intervene in and do something about. Hmm. I think yeah. that gets you off on the wrong foot. Um, I, I think then you go down that road and it feels super transactional and, yeah. you know, Jesus is the, the, the big vending machine in the sky. Like, right. like right. you never get, you never get to that more intimate place. I think yeah. when, it's harder to get there when you start at that place. So start yeah. at the place of just having a conversation and then introduce those things as, as you grow in this Jesus habit. But yeah, man, I, that, that's really good. And, uh, and I've been, been praying for a long time. And I think the, 
uh, kind of metric that I've been not metric. Um, we're not judging this. It's not on a Likert type scale of questions, you know, well, not out loud. Disagree to it. Agree. Like, like in our heads, we yeah. are yeah, like yeah. when you pray out loud, like just know the whole table's like <laughs> how good that was. Totally. Like, Oh, that was, that was a six. That was That's a six. Pretty good. Um, six, six out of ten. No, the, so the scale that I'm, I'm like, the, the prayers I notice when I pray them, like the things that I, if I stop praying and I think to myself, that was really honest. That was good. Like I was, I was actually honest. I That's needed good. to hear myself be honest and good. you know, God already knows all these things. He doesn't yeah. need us to say them, but I think half of prayer is just us needing to get to the point of being honest with ourselves fully in front of him whether and and if you picture him in his throne room if you picture him sitting on the chair next to you whatever like that's if that's helpful to get you to get honest then do it because the in those moments where you're just being honest like i i gave up something for for a season in my life recently here and i was telling jesus about it the other day No, I've given up Herb Derb for a long time. That's not, (laughs) don't smoke the Herb Derb. You eat it. No, I I don't. Um, You're killing me. Um, No, dude. I love it, Andrew, when I say things like this and and like everything inside of you needs to correct it. So no one ever thinks that it could be actually serious. I know. I know. Which is exactly why you say it. It's Uh killing me. For sure. I'm like, oh, this is recorded. Um, No, dude. But I just a few days ago, I was praying and I told Jesus, hey, I gave this up and um I don't want this to be in my power because it's not because I suck at, at doing things. I suck at follow through. So I gave this up and I want to honor you with it. Just help me along the way. Please give me grace along the way. Remind me of this. Don't let me think about long-term. Let me just think about today, you know, and I probably said it way better than that because when I finished that prayer, I just, I sat down to start doing something else. And I was like, wow, that was like the most honest moment I've had with Jesus for a while. And he's given me a ton of grace in it. And it's been really meaningful. Um, and I don't know, like, I just feel like half of it is just, we got to figure out how to cut all the crap in our lives. So we can just talk honestly with yeah. God about what's going on today. What's going on well, in like our that's, mind, you know? Yeah. That's, that's a phenomenal word. Um, like I think so much of life today is, 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 creating this facade of who we want to be. And then we start to believe that's who we actually are. And then we're not even honest with ourselves to be able to deal with the things that we need to deal with to find freedom um, in this life and find hope again. Um, And in all reality, like, um, like if we, we start here of like, Hey, if you can't be honest with yourself, be honest with Jesus, like start there and just, just just start talking and and talking about the hurts of your life and the fears of your life and the excitements of your life and the joys of your life. Like just go through the emotions of just letting it out. And and for me, it helps to pray out loud, right? Like to verbally pray. Um, So like, you know, I I can't do that all the time. Like if you're around people, it could be strange and weird. Um, I get that. But like, if you can, Find some solitude. Find some time to yeah. get away. I mean, yeah. use that time to pray. Like last Sunday, um, I went on a, a trail that I knew. At the very end of the trail, there was a, a picnic table that overlooked um, part of Colorado Springs. Nice. Um, and I was like, well, I'm, I'm going out there to spend some time with Jesus. Um, so I 
hiked out there and sat on a bench and prayed and read my Bible and um, sat away. I'm getting text messages over here. It's super distracting. Um, <laughs> That's so funny. Freaking people. We're talking, talking about, about solitude, solitude and getting away. And I'm like all these. And the crazy thing is my computer has um, do not disturb turned on, but like I can see it. I'm covering That's it funny. up. Uh, and there's sorry, people. I apologize. Um, so you that's how out. easily we're distracted. You, you did a but naked yeah, hike. hiked out. I did a naked hike because <laughs> I felt like I needed to be bare before God. Um, the and people on man. the trail did not appreciate it at all. Everybody um, at the picnic table left quickly. Yeah, I was like, you sat I was like, guys, like, don't you want to spend time with Jesus too? Do you not love him? <laughs> um, but yeah, like that was my. I'm gonna get away, and it was only I was only out there for a couple hours, um, but that was yeah. my time to get away and just to pray out loud and um, to talk about things and to, to get to the root of some things and to help um, get some wisdom on things and understanding yeah. things better and all those things. But it was just, it starts with conversation. Like just started out, God, this is how I feel or God, this is what I'm angry about or, or yeah. God, I'm not sure um, what role you played in this, but what the hell, Yeah. why did you let this happen? Like let those things yeah. out. Um, yeah. Like, I always say this to people like um, your Jesus can handle your doubt. He's a pretty, yeah. he's a pretty strong God. Um, mm-hmm. Not really worried about you yeah. throwing things at him. Um, and even accusing yeah. him of things, um, he can handle it. Yeah. Um, but the problem is your faith can't handle it if it's not dealt with. Mm. Um, so like if, if you good. just hold on to your, your doubts, you just hold on to your frustrations, you hold on to your disappointments that you felt like God disappointed you. Um, and you don't let those things out. You don't talk about those things with God. Like your faith can't handle that. It's yeah. going to keep eroding and, and eating away. And eventually you're mm-hmm. going to, you're going to stand up one day and say, wait a second. I don't, I don't think there is a God. Um, yeah. Like you've got to open up and talk about those things um, and open up and talk to Jesus about those things. That's what we're, we're pushing for right now. Um, totally. So yeah, find that time, um, put it on yeah. your calendar and just say, I'm going to spend some time with Jesus and I'm just going to talk. And then you probably want to spend some time listening um, silence is also super helpful. Uh, if you talk the whole time, the conversation's one-sided, yeah. uh, and <laughs> the wisdom wasn't as good as it could have been if, yeah. if you shut up for a second and just kind of listen. Right. That's right. And if, uh, if you need some exhilaration, just be nude in public, you know, like Josh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you'll go to prison <laughs> for it. Um, there's no way that's, getting out of that one, but that's the exhilarating part. Yeah. yeah, super exhilarating while you're in the midst of it. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's really what we want to get to, right? Like as we're talking yeah. about this, like we want to get to that place where we're just bare before God. And I think it's not just emotionally <laughs> and intellectually bare before God. Like I think it's physically as well. It's well, you go back to you go back to Adam and Eve in Genesis. Like sin clothed us, that's so right. we should be all walking around naked. Um, wonder that's this right. too. Like think about in society. Because our clothes are, are definitely a level of security and protection. Totally. Um, practically, yeah. but also emotionally. Um, like if our society was just always bare, um, mm. not trying to get in the sexual side of things, because I get no. that side too. I'd be like, well, right. I didn't get anything done. Right. Um, <laughs> and I'd have to turn around <laughs> a lot and face the other direction. Um, but in all reality, like there's a level of like emotional bareness in that, that you're like, oh, like, our society would probably be in a much healthier place. There'd be less, yeah. you know, facades of imagery of who we want to be and yeah. you know, just genuinely who we are. Yeah, I think you're onto something, man. Like uh, when you when you pray, don't uh, 
don't, I don't know. I was trying to, to say this well, but like, don't try to pray and look like the perfect prayer. Don't try to be like, okay, if somebody took a picture of me, it, it should be on a billboard as I was praying a billboard titled how to pray. You know what I mean? Like, uh, just focus on, on being real with, with God, um, speak to him real honestly. And what you said was gold about if you, if you don't do that, if you're not honest about anything with, with God or with people, but especially with God, then over time, whatever faith you have is going to shrink and shrink and shrink. And it's going to be because of you, (laughs) you know, it's not going to be because Jesus isn't there waiting to forgive you, waiting to, to reset you to, to say, no, I, I want to call you upward. I want to call you to be more holy and, and more set apart in yeah. this life. Cause he does, he constantly does. But if you are constantly hiding and hiding and hiding and saying, no, I'll just put on another layer of clothes. I'll just put on another jacket. I'll put on another thing. I'll throw this hat on. So you don't see me. So you don't see the real me. Then eventually you're not going to see the real you. And you're going to start, yeah. like you said, projecting that onto God and saying, well, God must not exist because this is all crappy. This is all messed yeah. up. There's no way I could be this bad and I can't even face myself and there'd be a good God. No, obviously not. I'm going to do whatever makes me happy, you know, yeah. and that's going to be the end. It's going to be the the slow fade. And, uh, and that's no bueno, as they say. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, That's good. Well, I, I think we've hopefully given you some great advice in terms of prayer, and what it could look like hopefully. in your life. Um, and with all these Jesus habits, like I encourage you to just start somewhere, um, mm-hmm. take small steps as, as you need to take them and um, just start somewhere um, in terms of fostering this relationship with Jesus and um, yeah. keep your eye on the prize. It's, it's not the action of what we're doing. Um, it's, it's the destination and the destination is, yeah. is a deeper intimacy with Jesus totally. because that's the only thing that's going to help us live a yeah. better life. Um, but yeah, well, let's keep moving. We'll talk about you did wrong. You did wrong. I did wrong. Confession. Yeah, dude. Confession. Uh, and I'll I just thought, dive in. I didn't tell you. I don't know if I told you this beforehand, Andrew. I thought it'd be a really good idea if we just share like our our deepest sins that we've ever committed um, <laughs> just publicly here uh, and just confess them, not just only to yeah. each other, yeah. but also to God and our audience. Right. Right. Because I think that's all they really want to hear. Is they just want to hear like how bad of a person are you? Yeah. Well, remember we're going to do the whole segment where we just bring other people on and they confess to us, and we just oh, tell them right. like, "Dude, you're really that's a that's new podcast. Really bad. We're going to create another show, <laughs> and that's what we'll or, call it. You did wrong. You did. You did wrong. <laughs> your tagline. They finish. They're weeping. And we won't tell saying, them you did, what you they're getting wrong. into. Like it's just gonna be like a surprise. Like, hey, come on, we just want to interview you. We think you're super interesting. We'd love to just pick your brain, and then we just get them down and just like slowly just ease them into getting to that place. So they're like, oh yeah, and then just That's they right. confess. That's right, yeah. dude. So <laughs> that's so good. Um, yeah. So even though this is part of me being more vulnerable with people, this whole podcast thing, uh, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not going to confess. I'll, I'll call so you up and I'll, I'll metaphorically call Jesus up and my wife and all that. And I'll confess when I did wrong. But uh, but there's limits to that, right? Like we shouldn't, even though we share so much on social media, 
man, there are some things that are for people who, who love Jesus and love you and for Jesus, you know, for your prayer time, some real confession. Like we don't have to put everything on the internet. We don't have to put everything on a blog, on social media, on TikTok, whatever the heck that is. We don't oh, have to. Gosh. Like, we don't be getting me on TikTok, Andrew. Dude, I downloaded I TikTok be, like a week ago. <laughs> All right. My screen time notification, whatever that comes up on Sundays that tells you how much Uh time you've spent on your phone popped up and it said, Hey Josh, you've spent three hours and 45 minutes more than the week before. So I was like, that's a lot. I wonder what I spent it on. So I open up my phone and I'm like going through the apps because it's going to tell you how much time you spent on it. Yeah. And four hours and 20 something minutes. Josh spent in this matter of seven days watching Dude. TikTok videos. I don't oh know how it sucks gosh. you in. Like <laughs> you just you're like, oh, I got nothing else. Just I just open TikTok and you start watching video after video, swiping up, oh and all of a gosh. sudden two and a half hours has gone by. <laughs> like what like Netflix is shut off. It's it's completely done at this point. The TV's shut off and you're just sitting there on the couch still watching TikTok videos. Oh my gosh. If you don't Dude. if you're not on TikTok, don't get on TikTok. Dude, that sounds horrible. It's going to destroy your life. I'm so glad I've not downloaded it. And you know what I'm gonna keep doing? I've done this a few times. I'm just gonna call it Tac Tac. Um, so that people are like, that guy doesn't know anything about social media. I'm just gonna be like, Yep, I don't don't expect me on there. Um Tac Tac. Dude. Yeah. Well, and there, here's the crazy thing. You don't have to create an account. I don't even have an account. Really? But you can still watch the videos. <laughs> oh my gosh. It sucked me in. It sounds horrible. It's yeah, probably entertaining, it but and let's it's be honest, be I'm not going to stop. There's <laughs> too entertaining. I don't like. I don't know if there's ever been an app in my entire life that I've laughed like so hard at, or I've cried at. I went through that down this like tunnel yesterday, the day before, while I was watching like military people coming home videos. Like, how do you not cry during that? Oh, uh, so true. It's an emotional oh roller coaster. Gosh. TikTok. That's funny. Or sorry, Dude, tack, tack. Tack, tack gets you, man. It, it draws you in. But uh, <laughs> no, what I was just going to say is like, man, confession, it should be intimate. It should be yeah. like the, if, okay, confessing a sin is straight up like, um, I did wrong. <laughs> you know, we title it, you did wrong, but it's like, I don't want to say it. You probably want to hear it, Jesus, but I did wrong. <laughs> Here's why, here's how. Uh, And then the key to it is like, he doesn't just want to hear, I did wrong, here's how, here's why, but I did wrong, here's why, and and I need to repent from this. Like, I'm trying to repent from this. Would you help me repent? And repent literally, literally means to turn away from. So it's like, if I send over here in this way, today and tomorrow and the next day, Eventually, you got to hit a point where you're confessing, Jesus, I sinned in this way, and I want to repent from that. And I need your help to repent from it, because I'm obviously not doing it. I'm obviously still, oh, Josh, close your phone. You're looking at TikTok again. Please, close your phone. (laughs) That was a text message, I swear. (laughs) I saw saw tear wells up, and then you got mad for a second. And I was like, he's on TikTok. I'm sorry, dude. I have not been listening to you for the last five minutes. Um, These TikTok videos are just gold. Yeah, they're just gold. Well, you got to repent from that, bro. You got to turn away from it. Um, 
I don't know, that's maybe overly simplistic, but I think it's, you got to say the thing you don't want to say that you know yeah. you need to say, and yeah. then you got to lean on Jesus to turn away from it. What yeah. do you think and I think, that? I think we talked about this before too, to kind of add on to what you're saying. Like, um, like after you've confessed sin, if it doesn't feel exposing, yeah. it doesn't feel like, oh, I just, just kind of showed everything. Like you didn't do it right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and you know, you hear, you know, you'll, you'll listen to people, you know, from time to time and they'll say, well, I'm, I'm tired of confessing the same sin over and over again. Yeah. Well, you're, I don't think you're digging into the sin yet then, dude. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> if you're, you're really digging words. into it of like, Hey God, like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm confessing. This is what I did, but then go to the next layer of, of the onion, right? Peel that back. Like, here's what I was doing leading up to that place. And, and I think this is what I was thinking. Um, as I was kind of falling into that that sin again, yeah. and um, maybe this is how I was feeling. Like, dig into like the real roots of of what's going on, so you can really yeah. repent and turn around. Like, yeah. if you don't get to the roots of those things, those, like you haven't pulled anything out. Yes, Jesus forgives. Yes, Jesus is more than capable of 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 ripping those roots out. You know, from a from a miraculous standpoint, but at the oh. same time, like. Oftentimes we got to do the the hard work to dig into the root of why we keep going yeah. back to that. So, you know, and in this case we're talking about habitual sins, right? Yeah. Um, you know, why can I not love this individual? I'm constantly demeaning to them. I'm constantly, un- you know, uh, lack yeah. patience with them. Like that's a habitual sin as much as watching porn is a habitual sin. Um, like dig into the roots of like what's mm-hmm. what's really causing these things and have that conversation with Jesus and in the posture of confession and the posture of humility of saying like I, I I'm not figuring this out Jesus like we keep coming back to the same place and I keep falling for this same stupid sin again yeah. um, and this is how I fell for it this time and get to the detail I know we're being vague um, in terms yeah. of how like this isn't how I would pray I'd pray in pretty specific detail. Um, yeah. But get to and see what roots come out um, and, and yeah. start doing the hard work and, and inside that confession. And it doesn't feel good in the midst of it. Yeah. Oftentimes it doesn't feel good right after it. Yeah. Um, but the next day usually feels much better yeah. um, where you're like, yeah, it's it's out on the table. Like there's nothing yeah. – there's no secrets between God and I. Like mm. um, yes, there's no secrets in the sense that God knows all. But now there's no secrets in the sense that I've exposed everything yeah. as well. And, and there's power yeah. in that. Dude, you were saying something. You were saying um, God, of course, could take take that stuff away in a miraculous sense. And I got this thought of um, like the these spiritual disciplines: confession, prayer, solitude, and the ones we talked about last week. Like they set you up to experience miraculous stuff. They in oh, themselves sure. are good. like the things that kind of make you that put you in a place where if God did a miracle in front of you, you could actually see it as a miracle. You can actually understand, Oh, that was miraculous. You know, like I think they're, I think they're the small daily things that make you able to be aware of what is truly going on in you and around you and in others, what God might be up to in your life. And then it, it sets you up to actually see, Oh my gosh, that was a miracle. I had no idea that was a miracle, but it's that that is now that I look back at it or now that I see it live. You know, um I just don't think like I think the like when healing and and all the when Jesus was going around and doing all the the crazy miracles early on in his ministry, drawing cl- crowds of thousands and thousands, he went to his hometown and they they basically were like 
hey, do those miracles we heard about because we know you and that seems crazy. He's like, yeah, you don't have the faith for that. You don't deserve that. And then they tried to like push him on off a cliff, literally. And he walked through them, which I want to see what that means. I picture like 300 walked through them. But they they basically were just like, uh, we don't we don't believe that you did that. And he's like, yeah, so you're not going to see any of that. But it might have come back to these spiritual disciplines of like, we haven't been trying to pursue the Lord. We haven't been truly confessing we've just been skating by we've just been saying the words of you know i did this and i fell short and uh sorry about that i'll see you again next tuesday (laughs) you know um i haven't really been spending those times with you um so i just think the the day in day out spiritual disciplines make us ready for a lot well and as you say that like in this these aren't necessarily spiritual disciplines but it's a pursuit of jesus like i think of the bleeding woman um, yeah. that says like, if I can just touch his cloak, like if that's I can just I get need. a little piece of him, that's all yeah. I need. And that's the reality of our walk with Jesus, right? Like as we practice yeah. these spiritual disciplines, like if I just get a little, if I just get a little piece of him, that's all I need. Like that's the thing that's going to get me through this next week. That's the thing that's, it's going to completely change my perspective. That's the thing that's going to shift everything as, as I, as I pursue new things, right? Like, yeah. Like that's the the thing is I'm just I'm just trying to pursue Jesus and, and these disciplines are the thing that helps us pursue Jesus and, and yeah. they're extremely important extremely helpful as long as you do them right and I'm not saying do them right in terms of how you practice them but the motivation of why you're practicing them right yeah. like it's super easy you know and there's plenty of like you open the Bible app and it gives you a streak now, right? Like it tells you how many times have you opened, it's not how many times you read, it's how many times have you opened the Bible app. That's right. Um, That's what it's tracking. Um, You can read the verse of the day and call it a day. Um, That's right. But like, like there's things that in society that like, yeah, what they're designed for is like to help us build habits. They're designed for good. But all of a sudden, like it becomes this, I'm just going to put up this image that I'm a good Christian and this is what good Christians do. And, and you're missing the point completely. Like it's, this is why it's not working. It's like that relentless pursuit of like, if I just get a little piece of his cloak, like yeah. if I just get a little piece of his presence, if I just get a little piece yeah. of him, um, that's all I yeah. need. That's, that's the yeah. thing that's going to change everything. Um, yeah. And that's the, the heart behind like what we're trying to, to portray here as we practice these mm. disciplines. It's these are the things we do just to get a little piece of them. You know, the, yeah the benefit the woman had was she physically got to touch the guy. Like she got to yeah. touch Jesus. We don't get that, yeah. that privilege, um, but we can experience his presence through the whole gift of the Holy spirit um, in our lives. Like, like that's just that little piece. And whether it's through, through worship and, and, you know, putting our devotion, our attention towards Jesus through song or through however that looks, or um, whether it's confession, just getting real with Jesus to deepen our relationship and our trust. And um, man, just to think like, when we expose ourselves in such a way to Jesus in that way, the trust that, that gets increased in those moments between us. and um, Dude, that is, that's such a good example. And um, before we pull this to a close, I just wanted to remind the listener, remind you, um, like that lady in the, I just need to cut touch his cloak story been bleeding constantly for like years and years i think it was 12 years but it was a long time so it wasn't just like i have this minor affliction that i realized yesterday it was like i've carried this thing with me for years it's it's been horrible 
And I've found like, I've tried all these other solutions. I've tried, you know, this potion, I've done that. I've, I've gone to this place and touched that rock. I've done whatever, you know, I've listened to all the advice of the world. And you come to this place of being like, I, the, the only thing that is going to cure this is Jesus. And I don't need much. <laughs> I just need the tiniest touch That's of it. And, and it's done. You know, maybe it's just, I just need that one honest prayer that I've been holding out from Jesus. I just need to, to shut off all my stuff for an hour because I know finally that I'm scared to be alone with myself because I don't know what I'll say or think in front of Jesus. And I don't That's know good. what he'll say or think say to me in that time. That's but good. I'm going to take that time and go and do that. Um, I don't know. I just think like we, we, we make it so can make it so hard. We get it in our way so much, you know, but um, sometimes you just got to take time and get away or, or really pray and say the thing that you've been holding out on Um, or confess uh, in the thing you've been holding out on. It's just like a relationship with the person, you know, got to be honest and, and you know, when you got to be, but yeah, man, I think, I think this has been a helpful discussion for me. I feel like I'm encouraged by it. Yeah, so that's good. Um, I don't know. Any final, any final thoughts on your end? No, I think what you just said was, was um, really summed it up well and really got to the root of like the heart behind what we're trying to, to do. Like for me, it's, yeah. I want you to be the place where hope lives. Um, yeah. Like I want that to be a, the primary characteristic of your life. And the reason that you have it is because of what Jesus has done and is doing in your heart and your life. And to get to those places, just like you said, is like we practice these Jesus habits. Um, we practice these spiritual disciplines, um, just to pursue Jesus, um, just to be in, in close proximity with him, um, to hear his voice, to experience, you know, his love, to experience his truth, to, um, experience his correction in our lives as he corrects things that need to be changed and sin that needs to be confessed. Um, but yeah, um, those listening, we love you. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, we really do hope that this conversation is helpful and all of our conversations are helpful. Uh, if we say things that you don't like, uh, please reach out to us. Uh, we'd love to have a conversation about them and um, yep. tell you why we believe the way that we believe these things and how we got to these places. And um, hopefully we can come to an understanding, maybe not an agreement, which is fine, yeah. but we can definitely come to an understanding of each other um, as, as we try to live this Jesus life. That's right. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. As always, my friend, it's good to see you. Dude, it's good to see you. Thanks for this conversation. Talk to you soon, man. And get off Tic Tac. Oh, get off the Tic Tacs, man. Freaking Tic Tacs. Get to every time. <laughs> <laughs>